Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. And I am super excited to have um, blog contributor and now podcast contributor Jenny with us for this episode. Hi Jenny. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, You were with us for our one-click author episode, which did really well and people were super excited for your list of books (laughs) um so we are excited to have you along on the quick shot contributor party i don't know if that's a thing or not (laughs) it is now it is now (laughs) um so i'm super excited to talk about this because uh last year for our clear the tbr challenge we worked on books that had been on laying on our tbr a little bit too long and i read the first book in this series and I immediately went to the second book like I was super excited for this series um so today we are reviewing book two in the bromance book club uh undercover bromance so this is romantic suspense version of the bromance book club um has this been on your tbr a while it has ever since I finished the first one yeah I really like the first one um so read us the synopsis from goodreads Brayden Mack thinks reading romance novels makes him an expert in love, but he'll soon discover that real life is better than fiction. Liv Papandreas has a dream job as a pastry chef at Nashville's hottest restaurant. Too bad the celebrity chef owner is less than charming behind kitchen doors. After she catches him harassing a young hostess, she confronts him and gets fired. Liv vows revenge, but she'll need assistance to take on the powerful chef. Unfortunately, that means turning to Brayden Mack. When Liv's blackballed from the restaurant scene, the charismatic nightclub entrepreneur offers to help expose her ex-boss, but she is suspicious of his motives. He'll need to call in reinforcements, the Bromance Book Club. Inspired by the romantic suspense novel they're reading, the book club assists Liv in setting up a sting operation to take down the chef, but they're just as eager to help Mack figure out a way to live heart even though she's determined to squelch the sparks between them before she gets burned so the release date on this is march 10th of 2020 um tropes in this book enemies to lovers rom-com suspense uh restaurant chef we like to call that the wine and dine trope (laughs) um it was a little bit of a slow burn but it's traditionally published so you kind of expect that um so put out percentage on this book is 63 percent uh content trigger warning it does deal with sexual harassment in the workplace but it does not happen to live um it happens to a young hostess in in the book um okay so let's start with mr braden mack because i fell in love with him in book one i did not you didn't like him I, th- I thought he was like too showy. He is the founder of the Bromance Book Club. So, but he has um, he has a little bit of a history. Yes. You know, his um, childhood was not great, not great at all, and so because of that, he feels like he is. It's his job to be a caretaker, even if they don't want to be taken care of like Liv. And I, I think he also 
it's he's trying to make up for the past yeah confront it um head on yeah i would agree with that um i do think he's a guy who winks way too much (laughs) see i told you he's showy he is showy he winks a lot in this book And and flirts with everybody um his transformation his character arc was a little backwards for for this um he went from being like in book one he was very suave and flirty and in the beginning of this book he's on a date and he's suave and he's you know very much like the cool good guy playboy-esque and then the more and more dollar cupcake right a thousand dollar cupcake <laughs> that is made with gold but as soon as as soon as Liv enters his realm, he turns to a nervous man that just fumbles and like, <laughs> and dumps a cupcake in his date's lap. That opening scene was kind of funny, actually. I it laughed was. a little bit. I did laugh on that. Um, so, okay. Did this book change your opinion on Matt? Cause it, it did. Because I it love took him me a for while. being him. Right? And I think, well, and I think that was some of it. Like you said, his character arc, like he learns to be okay with himself. So as he grew, like I grew to love him more. Yeah, he, um, I, like, I think that especially when his mom comes to town and he is like trying to push his mom to move to Nashville from Iowa where she lives, like that just shows how much he's like trying he's just he's so desperate to take care of the people he loves that even when they don't want to be taken care of like his mom did like not want mom. to be taken care. no she had a boyfriend <laughs> that was not a happy thing for him <laughs> um okay let's talk about Liv Papandreas Papandreas I don't know how to say her last name, but hey, it's me, and we don't expect me to know this. Um, she's a pastry sa- chef, a sh- sous chef, um, for one of the best chefs in the country. I imagine him to be kind of Bobby Flay esque, like oh, I see that. Cocky. I was thinking, more, yeah, yeah. Who were you thinking more of? Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Oh no, see, I think Gordon Ramsay is actually pretty much a nice guy, like. Bobby Flay, not a decent human being. <laughs> no, he is not. <laughs> um, so Liv catches her celebrity chef, chef boss um, in a very compromising position with a co-worker, a young, young co-worker, like 21 college student oh, yeah. co-worker. And Liv confronts him and he fires her. And then she's blackballed from all of Nashville restaurants. She cannot find a job. Now, I was pretty angry with her in this book a little bit because she does a couple of things that really drive me bonkers. One, Mac is offering her a position. Like, he's creating a job for her. Instead of looking at it at goodwill, she just kind of was like, no, 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 no. I don't want anything to do with you. If you're, uh, I don't need I don't need help. Right. If you're so desperate for money and somebody's offering you a handout, shove your pride away, sister. 
even if it's temporary like yeah um we also learn Liv has some daddy issues yes big ones yeah and we learned about them a little bit in book one and so that is something that carries on over to this book is um because Liv's sister is the heroine in book one and Liv um her daddy issues are just abandonment and she doesn't trust men she has no trust in men and I think that that to me that's very um I think that also happens in the culinary world a little bit too yeah I can see that but she's not trusting like even of her sister like her closest friend confidant yeah she's not willing to take a handout from her either what um, she would consider a handout yeah so let's talk about she does live does something in this book that bugs me a lot too <laughs> and that is so when she realizes that this chef that she has been fired from and blackballed by has a history of sexual harassment she goes on a bit of a witch hunt to try to find other victims of his sexual harassment and she soon realizes that someone close to her, who actually is the heroine in book three, um, is a victim of his. And she pushes. And she's not nice about it either. I just, um, she pushes her best friend and other victims to report the issue. And when they don't comply, she turns really condescending and judgmental. I put like, she's self-righteous yeah like she, she is from the start she's like you need to report this you need to this is what you need to do um doesn't really seem to try to see it from the other side no no um so one of the things in the book is Liv is staying in an apartment at an elderly lady and I say elderly I think Liv in this book is like 26 or 27 and um, she's staying in a woman that's probably in her 50s or 60s at her farm outside Nashville. And her name is Rosie. And her sometimes um, boyfriend and <laughs> I don't know what Hop is. He's a retired police officer. Um, so there's these two characters in this book, Rosie and Hop. And Rosie has quite the farm. I about died when Mac had to go and try to retrieve the eggs from the hen. Not Randy? Yeah. Oh, Randy the goat? When the goat? No, the, the like, rooster. Oh, that's right. That chases him. Yeah, and, like, chases like. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Randy the rooster is kind of mean. Yeah, and literally cocky. Yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> cocky. And Mac is slightly afraid of the rooster. I mean, rightly so, right? Right, um, I would be. So let's talk about Hop and Rosie. Rosie is kind of this down-to-earth, granola, hippie, older soul um, that totally loves and supports Liv, and she doesn't care if Liv pays rent or not. She just wants Liv to be happy. Um, she feeds her and, you know, is very caring towards her. And Hop, her sometimes boyfriend, is a retired police officer who, when they start the investigation for this, um, to, you know, catch the chef in the act and stuff, he goes all secret police. 
It's kind of funny. <laughs> it is. And then he joins book club. I about laughed. I'm like, okay, here's this guy joining the book club. So funny. It was so funny. It seems to work for him, though. It does. It does. It makes Rosie. <laughs> he makes Rosie so happy. Um, let's talk about the men of the book club, because that is not only are they there as a sounding board to help Mac when he's trying to figure out how to let Liv know that he likes her um, and wants something with her because he's offered to let her move in. He's tried to give her money and she wants nothing from him. So, um, okay, so do you have a favorite guy of the book club? With the Russian story, which I just haven't gotten to it's yet. It's book four. It's book four. Okay. It's book four. Um, they, so his team, Mac's team of investigators end up being the bros from the book club. They and are not. Noah. And well, and Noah becomes part of the book club because he's the hero in book three. Oh, okay. Um, but it's kind of like uh, Get Smart meets the romance novel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're totally humorous, clumsy agents of suspense. Um, and this time they were determined to help Liv, who was unfairly fired from her job because she witnesses her boss uh, harassing her colleague. And, I mean, they take up the charge, and they are all in. And they're not good. No. They, they have skill sets that are yeah, not yeah. beneficial to investigation. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> None of them are joining the FBI. <laughs> no. There's a great scene where they're at a cookbook launch for the chef, and they're going to confront him. And... um. They just screw it up left and right. Like I would have cried <laughs> had I been live. They were nuts. Um, okay. What other thoughts do you have about the book? Um, well, talking about other like characters in the romance club, like Gavin and Thea, like I was really surprised that they were all for Liv and Matt getting together. Yeah. Cause that's his, uh, that is Liv's sister and brother-in-law. And they just thought Mac was perfect for her and couldn't understand why she was fighting against it. And I really think that Liv thought he was perfect for her, but she was so caught up in her own, like, men are bad, I don't want to do men, um, that she just never looked twice at Mac for who he really was. Right, I would agree. So she, like I said, I have, I wanted to scream at Liv to get her head out of her ass, like multiple times in the story. It's like a theme through the whole book. Yes. Yeah, like the, the snuggle, like, hello. <laughs> he likes to snuggle. Like, that's a good thing. That is a very good thing. Um, so when we talked about this a little bit before we were on camera and on voice, um, so this is a traditionally published book. I think it's Berkeley who publishes this. And I personally have struggled a little bit with traditionally published books in the last six, eight months. But this book holds up. It is a true romance story. It is not romance adjacent. Would you agree? 
Yes, I would agree. And it lives up to all the hype. Everybody talks about how great Lissa K. Adams' Bromance Book Club is and that they just love it. And I do. I love it. I think it's really great. She has... I think this is the only book last year that I said lived up to the hype. Yeah. Um, the first in the series. So, yeah. I mean, they're well developed characters. The story arcs make sense. The plots feel unique and fresh. Um, she's not trying to prove anything with the story, she's just writing a really great story. And I like how the different books kind of have different tropes, um, you know, and that the book that they're reading, because in this book, he's reading a romantic suspense book to help guide him through his investigation. And in the first book, the guy was, it was a marriage in crisis. And so he was reading a marriage in crisis historical romance that was help guiding him through, which I just, I love that. I think that is... It's awesome. <laughs> um, okay. Any other thoughts? Oh, I liked um, that we got um, the history of when Max started reading romance. Um, like why he started it, how yeah. it became powerful for him. Yes. Um, kind of in that place of struggle where so many of us like find romance that yeah. it rings true. It does ring true. And that's something, you know, uh, Leah and I talk about our gravitation to romance. And we were young. It's what our mothers read. So it's what we picked up. Um, and in this book, it was what his mom read, but it was also to help him. Like, you know, he saw good relationships and what healthy relationships look like. And, and I loved that for him because, again, it shows the power of romance. Um, okay, so, and we do need to say here, the Russian's book is book four. I love the Russian. There is a hilarious scene. He is lactose intolerant. And he eats cheese. <laughs> and it is hilarious. I felt bad for him. You can, like, smell it on the page. <laughs> right, yeah, like, you're like, oh, dude, not good choices. <laughs> it's pretty funny um okay so jenny did you like this book i did like this book um i also liked this book again i think this is one of the few traditionally published romances that totally lives up to the hype this is one if you see it in a target if you see it in a barnes and noble see it in walmart pick it up it is absolutely worth the read on these books um who would typically like this book um, rom-com lovers, somebody that likes a strong female lead. Um, I, I agree with you. It also, because it has that enemies to lovers edge is another piece. I also think that because of the way this book is written, this is a great on the edge romance. And what I mean by that is if you are reading literary fiction, women's fiction, and you want to kind of dabble your feet over into romance and you're not sure where to start, start with the Bromance Book Club. I think that once you start reading that, you'll be like, oh, how do I find more books like this? So you're going to look for the Avery Flynn's, the Megan Quinn's, um, the more rom, the Olivia Dades, the more rom-com of romance. 
that's out there. Um, so would you recommend this book, Jenny? I would recommend this book. And um, I think read this one without reading the first one and be okay. Absolutely. I think this one stands alone. So if you do tend to like a um, a fiction suspense novel, um, kind of mystery of the week feel to it, I do <laughs> think the Bromance Book Club's a little Scooby-Doo-ish. <laughs> and Mac is like the Velma of the group. Um, but yeah, I would recommend this book too. And I do think that it stands alone on its own. Um, but I do desperately need to read book three and book four because they're just that good. And she has a new book. She has a new book coming out at Christmas, which I can't wait. It's so exciting. Um, so do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Uh, send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our TBRs, which are ever growing. <laughs> You know, Leah likes to say, you're welcome. I'm always like, uh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Jenny, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. I appreciate you and your contribution. Thank you for having me. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.